not train a child to learn by force or harshness, but direct them to it by what amuses their minds, so that you may be better able to discover with accuracy the peculiar bent of the genius of each. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Living with Intention Podcast, where we are bringing insight, value, experiences, culture, tradition, and just all around awesomeness to fulfill your day, to bring perspective in your life and rich lessons and value that you can use on an everyday basis to bring a new energy into your life to better the overall person you're trying to be and trying to become school is out holiday season is coming couples are reuniting <laughs> we have a lot to talk about today. A lot to talk about. The way we educate is now being tested and experimented, which enlightens me and concerns me a little bit because I have a younger brother, right? In the midst of beginning his middle school education. I'm sure most of you listening now have a young brother a young sister, friend, or acquaintance on the same boat. And I'm sure, much like me, you are raising the question, how will this affect my son, my brother's, my sister's life? How will learning from home negatively or positively impact my child's life? I'm going to tell you my opinion right now, to be honest. I'm a nobody. I'm just a normal dude, right? Take it as you want it. It would be detrimental, right? It would be detrimental if your child or your college student only learns remotely. Oh, but what if he gets, what if she gets? Look, I'm not telling you how to raise a child. I'm nobody, like I said. Who am I to tell you how to raise a kid or tell you what you should do? I do know though, from my own life, my own experiences, Growing up in a rough neighborhood, having firsthand experience city trauma, being surrounded by low life minded individuals around me, no pun intended, that school became an outlet that I personally looked for to separate the things I saw or experienced. And as I got older, I have seen its lasting effects, right? Even if I were to, com- to give you a complete different scenario, and I was a more sanctioned kid, right? Or a more fortunate child, per se. And I had to learn and do all my work virtually and remotely. I would still have that opinion. And for those who want to disagree, I'm not a certified teacher I'm, or professor or medical advisor, nor have I studied the benefits or the downfalls of objective learning from remote learning. 
I, though, have been a guinea pig in the system, so to speak, graduated from college and now currently working on a master's remotely. And I have to tell you, man, it's difficult. Not difficult, it's different. It's very different, especially for a child. And I value my discipline greatly. And I have to give much credit when credit is due. My parents, martial arts, sports, that has taught me the values and has taught me how to stay in line with my goals, right? Quite frankly, if you're young, if you're a young person and you're being asked to sit and look at a computer and you're eight years old, you're going to go crazy, especially in a technologically advanced society like we do today. And let's not get, let, let's not get started. Like the questions are online. And I'm sure every high schooler listening to this knows that it's true. You can easily find those questions. So if you're eight years old right now, or even older, you know, you know exactly what I'm trying to say. This is a new society that we're living on right now. We have to adapt. All my younger brother wants to do right now is play that little video game and he doesn't put it down. Which their kids, I understand. And that also has to do with parenting. But that's a whole another topic for another rainy day. But now, that eight hour period he has away from that video game is what we have to learn as parents, as big brothers, as big sisters, or college students and educators for that matter. We have to learn how to adapt and fill that void. We can't fail the generations to come. We can't. We have to keep advancing. That void has to be filled. And I get it. I get it. It's dangerous right now. It's dangerous to have a child attend school. I get it. But quite frankly, nowadays, what? isn't right with the riots with craziness that's going on don't get me started are we teaching our kids to live in fear aren't we impeding their progressive good right if there's an option of learning from home rather than learning in school and have the opportunity to challenge your five senses Navigating your knowledge with hands-on projects and diving into classroom discussions and presentations and just learning small points of the crucial, objective, educational points that you're going to miss out on, right? You're not getting that staying at home. And I know deep inside, some of you know that is true. You will miss out on opportunities that are endless that you have no idea if your child just stays home the question now lies what void will you implement to secure and advance your child's education or even your own remotely first i created a model i created a model that can be used to adapt and impact this life this remote lifestyle that might be a force to be reckoned with right I call this model the home board, right? I know it's not very creative, but this home board is a tool 
for a person learning from home. The home board will be used as a guide, like a syllabus or a schedule, which is usually given the first day or the first week of class to the students. This will, this will be the home board syllabus, if you want to call it. Think about it that way. Right? So, if you have a paper and a pen right now, take it out. There are penalties and there are rules that must be followed like a student will for that particular class. Not being tardy, for example, or submitting your work online, right? So, on a piece of paper, and those that are watching me on video, I'm going to do it for you live. Get my piece of paper and my pen. Where did my pen go? I'll do it in my pink Sharpie. See, I'm color neutral. All right, so on a piece of paper, white piece of paper, we're going to write the home board. That's the title. Right? So now, you can put a line right through that. On the left side, you are going to write penalties. Bear with me, my writing sucks. On the right side, you will write rules. Right? So it should look like this, something like this, if you're watching me live. All right? On the, on the bottom, the bottom of the piece of paper, you're gonna write redeem points. That's what you're gonna write. So I'll explain that in a bit. Let me just write it here. Redeem points. So again, this is a tool, this is a model that will be filled to void the eight hours or so that your child will, will now have to adapt to in this new uh, experimental new lifestyle of education, right? So on the left side, you will write penalties. On the right side, you will write rules. On the bottom, you will write redeem points. This will be sort of your principle that you will follow for those who have tuned in to last week's episode. And note, no, notes that home board, right? This home board is a method for remote learning, but can be adapted in different ways of teaching. Now, We're going to start with our rules. Rule number one. There are four simple rules. Rule number one. Arrive to class 10 minutes prior to the online session that you have. So, on a, on a piece of paper, you will write, arrive to class 10 minutes prior to online lesson. So, number one, you will write what I just told you. All right, for those who need it a second, you can pause this podcast and catch up. So... For rule number one, arrive to class 10 minutes prior to your online lesson. Now, the penalty for that, if your son or your daughter or you wake up late to your 8 a.m. class and you decide to wake up, well, let me just wake up at 8.10. I can just turn on my computer whenever, right? Because it's right in front of you. Why wouldn't you? And let me just, you know, turn on the TV at the same time. And let me not get into tandem already, but rule number one. Arrive to class 10 minutes prior to your online lesson. Your penalty for that, every minute late, 10 jumping jacks, right? I'm going to train the body, train the mind too. So if you arrive 10 minutes late 
If you're right for every minute, you're late, you will do 10 jumping jacks. So you're late for 10 minutes, that's 100 jumping jacks. Why? Right? There's always a method to the madness. Why? One, it will form a level of discipline to the students. Getting up on time, being, you know, being early. Because on time is late. Being early to your class will form a discipline. So nobody wants to do jumping jacks, let alone at 8 a.m. if your class is that early. Two, it will keep him or her accountable to their schoolwork. So now let's move on, right? So number one, number, number one on rules, number one on penalties, correlates. Two, rule number two, cell phones and other electronic devices or distractions, as I call it, will be shut off for the, for the entire online class. So rule number two, you will write down, Cell phones and other electronic distractions will be shut off for that online class. Your penalty for that. If you are found using your phone or watching TV, unless otherwise for schoolwork purposes, your phone will be taken away for the rest of the day. Now, this is more of a penalty for the younger, you know, the younger folks. However, be disciplined. If you're older, you should follow this this method also, right? So if you're caught using your phone and you're distracted because you're supposed to be in school and you're using your phone instead of paying attention to whatever is in front of you, you can't use the day. You can't use the phone for the rest of the day, right? Discipline. Why? Why are you doing this? You are already semi-distracted with a digital screen in front of you. I can hinder your understanding of that subject matter. All right? We don't need any more. That's why you're doing it. You already dis you already have an electronic digital screen in front of you. That is tempting, right? You could easily go on Google or YouTube, whatever it is. So take away your other forms of distraction. Why, why keep it in front of you? Three, rule number three. Self-review submitted notes after class or speak about it for more than 30 seconds. This is a great one. I love this one. Self-review submitted notes that you submitted, right? So say you have a, a, a online, online class, right? A math question. That's your homework. That's, that's your assignment for that day. So very simply, after you submit that work, briefly, one or two sentences describe the work that you did, describe, or speak about it for more than 30 seconds. This is crucial. This is crucial. I'll explain it after the penalty. So your penalty for that, which <laughs> I took this from my own life experiences, if you do not self-review yourself, your notes, or speak about it for 30 seconds, you will write the words of the subject name a hundred times on a sheet of paper, right? This is, I, they used to make me do this, so that's another story. But basically, if you do not submit your own review for that note or that homework assignment that you did for that day, you will write math, 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 math a hundred times in a sheet of paper. So why? Why is this a rule? Why is this a penalty? The essence of education is indeed learning the subject material 
and acquiring the knowledge. A quick technique of doing so is verbally speaking about the passage you read or writing what you read and learned about. Very simply, right? If you understand what you just read or what you just learned about or what you just adapted your mind to and you're able to speak about it verbally or just quickly write it down, it's going to stay in your head. It's more likely to stay ingrained, right? And last but not least, number four. So if you're following me live, I haven't wrote, wrote it down because it takes so long, I read way too slow, right? Your penalties and your rules should correlate. Now I'll explain the redeem points in a second. Number four, rule number four, last rule. You will create at-home projects every online class in the end of that semester. This is the best one for me. Right? So, the point of a project or a, a final assignments, if you will, in college is kind of wrapping the whole semester, the whole journey in one simple project, one simple outline of what you have learned about for that school or for that semester. So you're going to do that here. So if you've had, right, a class that you've learned about, say, talking about science, right, and you're studying uh, astronomy, you are to do a project based on astronomy, whether it's you know, you're writing about stars or you pick a, a moon, you know, and you pick a moon that makes no sense. But you you study a star, you pick a star and you write about the star. Now, I don't know, you come up with how many stars could possibly be around me right now. And then you study in depth, you know, that's that, that space where you are now. That could be a project itself. So for every online class that you have, you are to do a project. And your penalty for that is if you don't, well, you didn't do it. That's that should be your last your last assignment. So if you didn't do it, that means you failed yourself. You failed yourself. You spend money, you spend time coming this far, actually finishing your online class. And you didn't understand the subject material. So that in of itself should be a penalty. So I didn't, I just left it blank in my notes because, you know, you should be able to verbally go back and write and create project, right? Based on what you learned about, because you actually went in and you, you know, went through the course itself and you found it meaningful. Right? It takes a lot of discipline. It takes a lot of discipline. And lastly, redeem points. What, 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 what does that mean, redeem points? So basically, if you go back to... I keep saying basically, by the way. Excuse me. If you go back to your rules and your penalties, like don't you can't use your phone, you can't be late to class, these are like kind of points that you could redeem if you are late. Maybe you wake up late or maybe you have to use your phone for an emergency so you have two late excusals for the year so in the bottom you will have two late 
excuses for the year. So you get to use them whenever, that semester. Your next rule, your next redeem points. There's only three. You have two 15-minute break excusals for that year. So twice a year for that online class when you're at home, you get to excuse yourself for 15 minutes for whatever it is. All right, we have a lot of things we're dealing with. Kids, careers, cars, you name it. Whatever, whatever it might be. So you get to excuse yourself, remove yourself from that online class, pause it, and walk on out. And three, you get to have three in-progress class disruption phone calls. Now, I don't like this one, but I made this one because I know some of us, some of you need your phone. You need your phone. And granted, there are many legit excuses like, you know, kids and emergencies. All right, so this is an excusal in case, uh, you know, you need your phone and you have to look at your, your phone in the middle of the class. So this model establishes many things, all right? It assures, one, responsibility and accountability for one's own work, right? Two, it reduces your chances of the child slacking or any downtime he or she rather have sitting at home. Right? Three, it re-emphasizes the understanding of the subject material, which would be different without a physical teacher that's present that we're all accustomed to, right? This is a new habit that we're trying to create. It's a new foundation. It's a new principle. It all correlates to everything we're trying to do, every intention we're trying to have for our own life, right? We're trying to value purpose and bring reason to our doing, Right? So, there's responsibility and accountability for one's own work. It reduces chances of the child slacking or any downtime he or she might have at home. It reemphasizes the understanding of the subject material. And four, it builds character. It builds character, discipline, and confidence. And it's a sort of independent mentality mindset, right? For one to value their own education. That's power. For you to value your own education, for you to come early rather than late in your own house and wake up and like, you know, make your coffee 30 minutes before rather than buying coffee outside your list. We could get it. We could get into it. You save money. You save, you save time. Right. It's, this could be really good for those who make it good or this could just totally go south and people will abuse education in our generations to come won't be as bright, right? This is all how we created. This is all how we want to live it and how we want our norm to be. Quite frankly, I think it's powerful, right? And I'm not trying to be biased since I created this model, but still. Lastly, I wanted to point out uh, Charles Murray and Richard Hempstein were both respected theorists, right? Whom in the book of the bell curve in 1994 stated that all success and power is a function of intelligence, education, and socioeconomic status. This model I created disproves that theory. Having a system that demonstrates success and power, I believe, is learned, not inherited by successes, powers of intelligence and education from your past. No, I believe if you have a system 
that demonstrates that it works, right? A system in place that is learned and not inherited is power. And it ultimately creates the success, the successes that we're looking for. Nature, not nurture, is the cornerstone of all great achievements. Behavior, not genes, determines the level of life's successes. Your behavior, your mindset, what you decide to create and elevate and nurture, right? This is uh, this kind of, you know, this is, if you think of school as your baby, you want to nurture, you want it to evolve, you want it to grow, you want it to, you want to feed in knowledge. That's power. So it's not about genes, right? Genes, uh, for me, I, I, I symbolize that to be like inherited money, kind of. It's not based on inherited money. It's not based on genes. It's based on behavior. You know, if you go back to, you know, in boxing, like, oh, it's not how hard you hit. It's how hard you, you, you get hit. You keep moving forward. How much you can take, you keep moving forward. We've seen it all, all time after time. You know, five foot five guys being six foot seven monsters. Why? Because their mentality, they're, they're focused. They didn't have the genes six foot seven guy had, but they have the mentality that, listen, listen, man, I'm coming. So I know I threw a lot at you. All right, feel free to just pause it, take a second and really dissect all the information. Again, I know it's a lot. I was really looking forward to having an interview with some good friends of mine, teachers uh, that have been in that field for a while and gained their insights and their knowledge and their experiences. However, just look at this as an avenue because this is a long road ahead and I will bring you those episodes and I will bring you, you know, those experiences from those professors and teachers that have traveled all over the country. And I'm sure uh, have their own, you know, impedellos of their own teaching for this year and giving their knowledge and it's different all right it's a lot of information again like i said stop take a second and absorb it all dissect it all and i want to end with this uh, very good quote that i love by plato so without further ado i thank you once again for joining me on uh another episode of living with intention and any questions you may have any comments or concerns please share them with me Alright, please again hit the like button, share it, it really does help. And again, let's end with this quote by Plato. Do not train a child to learn by force or harshness, but direct them to it by what amuses their minds, so that you may be better able to discover with accuracy the peculiar bent of the genius of each.